What's going on, all my podcasters from Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, or Apple? See Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle. Here to bring you another episode. So, I've got 21 more hours till I'm unblocked on Facebook. I think that means about 9 o'clock tomorrow night. Uh, I won't be, uh, I won't be home until, uh, until like closer to midnight I'll be ready, but I'm thinking about maybe making a live video. Maybe. I don't know. Like I said yesterday, I'm not very, uh, into that sort of thing anymore, but we'll see. Uh, we're going to crack open the first one. The first cold one of the evening. And, uh, we're still drinking on Goose Island. (laughs) I just got out of the shower. And for those of you that don't know, uh, I've got a cyst on my tailbone. And, uh, it was really noticeable yesterday. The day before that, it was barely noticeable at all. And, uh, so anyways, I've basically just been trying to keep the area clean and get warm showers to kind of bring it up to a head. And, uh, once the skin and tissues around it kind of soften up a little bit more, it'll be a lot easier to, uh, to actually squeeze it on out of there, you know. But for right now, the skin has still got way too many layers to get through it. So, we will see. Probably by tomorrow or the next day, it'll be pretty close to being ready. So until then, like I said, just been using Dial Antibacterial and sell some blue on it. And then whenever I get out... take a paper towel, spray it with a spray bottle that's got rubbing alcohol in it and I just hold it on the over the site for a good 30 seconds or more and you can kind of feel it a little bit seeping into the hair follicle or the little cracks and crevices that it can get into so it's not completely closed but whenever I was in the shower squeezing at it, messing with it it wasn't ready, it wasn't You know, nothing was coming out of it. It was really deep. So, we're going to see if the body can absorb most of it. And then, we're going to see if we can get the rest of it out. I feel like if you try too early on a boil or a cyst or anything you risk a lot of different things first of all you risk infection but you also risk infection uh, getting into your bloodstream so uh, when you're squeezing and pushing on this and that and it seeps into another uh, part of your skin or yeah it's not you, you really want to wait 
until it's the right time. <clears throat> Speaking of the right time, I think it's about the right time for me to smoke. And it's about that time. I ended up picking up some more weed. And uh, I'm glad I did because I didn't really have that much good stuff left at home. So we are going to see. Tonight is bacon and eggs. I had some lettuce, I can make BLTs, but I guess I can make a, well I don't have any tomatoes either, but I guess I can make a bacon mayonnaise, a BM. <laughs> Anywho. Like I said, I just made it home. Haven't even got to smoke any weed yet. We're about to change that. And then we're going to get to talking about a little bit about tonight. First things first. <clears throat> we are going to try this weed. Smells really good. <clears throat> Smells really good. My guy, you know, he's usually pretty uh, weird about showing people his stash or whatnot. He doesn't want anybody knowing where it's at. But tonight, when he came up there, he only had three bags. I needed four, so... He got in his center console, and you can see the big-ass Ziploc bag that he had full of weed. So he's taking that, putting it in smaller bags, but it's all the same weed. So, uh, and this stuff looks pretty damn good. It smells good. Let's see if it smokes good. This, this isn't the same stuff that he had last time. stuff that he had last time was uh, a lot more seedy and had a funny taste like it was homegrown or something so let's test this out and then I'm going to talk a little bit about tonight not really a lot went on It was enough to be somewhat eventful, though. First of all, there's this new girl that's been up there. She hasn't even been there a whole month yet. She ain't even been there for two weeks. This is going on her second week. She's already called or did two no-call no-shows. How she's still working there, I do not know do not know. I guess, you know, I'm not really shocked 
plenty of uh, lazy, uh, shitty workers that still work for Circle K. So, people that shouldn't be a manager is a manager. People that shouldn't be working is working. So, anyways, we're going to give this a little try. Mmm. Tastes really good. It's got that taste that, you know, tastes good, but you gotta be careful with it because it could uh, sneak up on you. Really choke you out. <coughs> Anywho, that's some good weed. <coughs> My bad. So, yeah, they don't really know, doctors and stuff don't really know what causes palomdial cysts. It just kind of happened. Some say it's part of genetics. Some people say um, it has to do with sweat. Some people say it's uh, ingrown hairs. And then you got some people that say, oh, it's a mixture of sweating and ingrown hairs. There's, there's speculation that it has nothing to do with any of those. Your hormone levels, uh, like your testosterone and your estrogen levels, I feel, has a lot more uh, influence on your skin than anything else. <clears throat> if you have a high level of estrogen in a male endocrine system, for example, the male endocrine system is going to react. Uh, kind of similar I would think to having a gluten intolerance you know you get a little rash or you get acne you get these cysts or breakouts you know or maybe you get uh, fungal skin infections or something really easily uh, I feel like your hormone and stress levels pay, play a major role on your body not just with your heart and your mind but your skin as well and uh, I've been having this problem for a while not with my skin but with kind of feeling like I'm off you know my endocrine systems are all fucked up you know I feel really groggy and tired and it takes me like an hour to get out of bed and it didn't used to be that way. 
I used to be able to sleep for eight hours and be perfectly rested. Sometimes I'd be able to get five hours of sleep. And now I get 12 hours of sleep or more and I still don't get enough. Plus, I haven't had really any energy or motivation. Um, I've been in some really emotional and depressed moods. You know, mood swings and shit. <clears throat> so, that all has to do with hormones. Now, there are certain foods out there that will kill testosterone. It's just terrible to eat. And, um, yeah, just naturally, if you're not getting enough testosterone already, then what you're eating is killing off the testosterone that you do have in your body. You're going to have really low levels of testosterone and higher levels of estrogen. Everybody has estrogen in their system, whether you're male, female, but it's at what levels are they supposed to be at, you know? So, pretty much there's nothing I can do about that, except just start eating better. Um... <clears throat> The, uh, the cyst on my tailbone, I uh, feel like if it's not getting coming up more to a head within a day or two, I'm going to just uh, go over to my mother's and have her lance it with a needle. Make sure it's sterilized and everything first. Make sure the site is sterilized around it. <clears throat> and, uh, we're just going to go to town. I'm not really looking forward to that point. I hope it comes to a head before then. I feel a lot more comfortable squeezing all that nastiness out of there by myself than <clears throat> having my mother look at my ass <laughs> as a 30 year old grown man that's something you just don't want your mother looking at I mean I know she's seen it before she gave birth to you and all that but it's just really weird to me so but I guess it's better to have your mother looking at your ass than some random hot doctor that's in there that checking you out. <laughs> but no, I mean, <clears throat> I hope it doesn't get any worse. And it's already gotten probably twice as big as the last one that I had a lot more bigger uh, and I haven't had that flare up for about two months now it went away, it healed up pretty good 
and then it came back with a vengeance. So, <clears throat> I don't know. It's not very fun. The best thing about it is, like I said, it's not too low whenever I sit down to where it bothers me, really. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be what it's going to be. I know it is open. It is an open sore because, like I said, when I use that rubbing alcohol on it, you can feel the stinging. Uh, it wasn't... It wasn't as bad as the last time when I had an actual open wound and I rubbed some rubbing alcohol on it. That burned like a bitch, but this was kind of like just a little sting, you know, just like a little tingle. And I feel like that'll do good in actually getting down in there and maybe drying out the, uh, the root or the tip of whatever is in there and maybe it'll start a chain reaction where it'll all start coming to a head because it's all dying off you know as long as I keep on it stay persistent I wash the area uh, at least once a day maybe twice a day it'll be fine I do believe now if I start getting uh, a fever or a headache or a shortness of breath or something along those lines I'm not going to go to the hospital so I'm going to let it continue to grow a little bit more pressure a little bit more pressure and uh, yeah and we're just going to drain it that's probably the worst part of it all, is the draining process. I mean, it's just... I know you just do it and get it over with. And then you ain't got to worry about it. For the most part. But... It's easier said than done. Like I said, this is a pretty deep... Wound. Uh, it's got multiple layers. And skin those seven layers of skin are like rhino skin in that particular area so <clears throat> it's gonna be a feat I'll tell you that this beer is tasting way too good going down way too smooth Wow. Well, I got some YouTube videos to watch. Ah, I love just sitting here drinking beer after a long day. There's nothing like it. It doesn't get better. Except for having like a fat Antonio's pizza or something in your face. That that makes it better. But tonight, we're eating bacon and eggs. I've already made up my mind. So, put a little bit of hot sauce on my eggs. 
I'm gonna cook the rest of that fucking pack of bacon probably. It's like almost a half pack of bacon. I got a little small frying pan where you can't fit a whole strip of bacon in it. Um, <laughs> I need to go buy a new frying pan set, but anywho. My mother got this one from, I think, Goodwill, but it's pretty neat because it's got a lid that goes over it. And it's not like a regular standard lid, it's like a metal flat top lid. And you can flip it over and use it as a griddle as well. So, it's kind of like a two-sided pan. But one side is literally a flat pan and the other side has got a little bit of depth to it. So, it's kind of weird, but it works and I like it. I take my strips of bacon and I cut them in half and then put them in there. It works just fine. So you can get two whole strips of bacon in there if you cut them in half. You got four smaller strips. But I get the thick cut bacon anyways. So, I mean it's just like a normal thin cut slice of bacon. If you had it cut in two. So, and I've got a whole nother pound frozen in the freezer that I can break out. And I already broke into my sausage links. I had some maple, uh, some maple sausage links in there from Jimmy Dean's or Johnsonville. I don't know. But I really like the ones that come frozen. The sausage links that are actual, like, in the casings, you know, that... Uh, they're not like the brown and serve ones that don't even look like a sausage. It looks like a dog turd. <laughs> no. I like the real maple sausage. And then, I like to get the maple sausage patties. Put it in the skillet before it gets brown, you know. Chop it all up. And you take that with sour cream and onions, sauteed onions, of course, uh, and you make stuffed mushrooms with it. Yeah, it's fucking fire. Stuffed mushrooms sound so good right now. I'm just high out of my mind. I'm too, even if I had the shit to make it, I'm too lazy to go in there and make it. <laughs> I'd have to go clean the mushrooms and cut them then I'd have to fucking get a mixing bowl put all that shit in it together mix it up spread it in there put it in the oven then when I got done I'd have to clean the fucking baking pan it's just too much shit too much shit <clears throat> that's for like when I'm got a day off or something and I feel like Gordon Ramsay <laughs> That's my mother's recipe. I'm not going to tell you exactly how much cream cheese to use or any of the other secrets, but that's uh, that's how she makes them. So that's where I learned to make them. Fucking fantastic. 
Same thing with jalapenos, you know, cut the seeds out of them, cut them in half, and uh, take you some cream cheese and spread it in there. Some shredded cheese. Some bacon bits. Oh yeah, get your cream cheese and your bacon bits, you mix it together. So when you stuff it down in there, you can put your shredded cheese on top. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much every holiday we have, we make those two things. And broccoli casserole. Broccoli casserole is a huge one. It's a huge hit for the whole family. Everybody loves it, including my two-year-old niece. Um, my sisters had tried to replicate what my mother makes, and they haven't been able to do it. And I was talking to my mom one day, and she told me the reason why. <laughs> and I think it's fucking hilarious, because it's just something so simple that nobody would ever guess. And I'm not going to release the uh, secret, but now I know how to, how to make it. So if something, God forbid, was to ever happen to my mother soon, at least I can carry on the legacy of knowing how to make it. Another thing I have a have a uh, hunkering for is uh, some ham salad, some homemade bologna or ham salad that you grind up and add in your dill relish or your pickles or whatever. I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna make that. I'm just gonna store it in a gallon Ziploc bags since I don't have any uh, Rubbermaid containers really that are big enough. I'm just gonna store them in Ziploc bags, freeze a couple of them, and you know, eat off the one. Shit, I'd be eating fucking bologna or ham sandwiches. I swear, bologna salad or ham salad sandwiches. And it tastes way better when it's actually ground up like that. It's cubed up and shit. It's got the mayonnaise, the real mayonnaise mixed in with it. Man, can you guys hear that train? That motherfucker wakes me up. I'm not lying. This train is vicious. This train will come in at 6 in the fucking morning. 4 in the morning. Midnight. It's like every 2 to 4 hours this motherfucking train's coming through. Wakes me up all the time. Sometimes I jump up out of my sleep. Like I had a dream or something and I'm like... What the fuck happened? And then I hear the train blowing its horn, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> now I know what happened. <clears throat> Anywho. I really, really wish I didn't have to deal with this old tailbone issue. My sister broke her tailbone 
Um, and she had a nasty cyst on it for a while. She had to keep going in the doctor for it and everything. But she hasn't had any problems with it since, I'm pretty sure. But whenever my uh, brother-in-law went to go get his done, the doctor said she had already did like five to ten other surgeries that were the same thing. She's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. That's what the doctor told my brother-in-law. She's like, we had a big surge in cases of people that have uh, had these blondial cysts that just show up, you know, in their lower back. Most of the time, like I said, it's in their ass crack. And I couldn't even imagine if it was any lower. Like I said, how to keep it clean and how painful it would be. I mean, it's not very comfortable right now for me, but if it was any lower, me sitting here right now making this podcast wouldn't even be possible. I'd have to be laid over on my side. (laughs) Drinking a beer laying on my side isn't going to work. So, yeah, I'd like to uh, let it come to a head and everything and then start fucking with it. Anyways, I felt really bad with my uh, dealer today because me and him used to fuck with each other a lot, it seemed like. And I've been going to the dispensary a lot lately and getting different shit. And it's kind of sad that I just stopped fucking with him like that. I mean, I used to hit him up every few days or at least once a week. I haven't talked to him since around uh, my birthday, I do believe. So all of July, pretty much. And, uh, whenever he dropped off the bag, he's like, hey, man, just, just fucking hit me up. Just get a hold of me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I really do need to start buying weed off of him again more often. Because I'm really spending too much at the, uh, dispensary. I mean, it's great and everything. It's really good weed. It's fucking like the bee's knees. <clears throat> but it's just too much fucking money. I can go in there right now and just buy a quarter of weed and spend $100. That would usually buy you a half of weed. A half of an ounce. So there's a big difference. You're getting half of what you could be getting on the streets. And it's the same thing if I'm going to go in there and spend... Uh, if I was to go on the streets and spend $100 like I said I could get a quarter Uh, they usually got deals where you can get a quarter for 70, 72 and then the tax with it is just about almost 100 
but nine times out of ten, they only have eights, which are three and a half grams, and they're sixty dollars plus tax. Probably makes it about eighty. Uh, in between, yeah, about seventy-five, eighty bucks. <clears throat> Probably closer to seventy-five, but um. Yeah, I can get a quarter for that instead of getting an eighth. So, and I like to know that I'm actually getting what I paid for, and there's no way to know that up at the dispensaries. Honestly, it's impossible because they don't let you open the container and look at it. They say it's got to be, it's got to remain sealed by state law. Can't have it open once it leaves there, blah blah blah. <clears throat> and um, some of those are in like black jars, they're not in clear jars, and some of them are in pouches, but they're not clear pouches, they're like gray, you can't see through it. Um, you can kind of tell more with those though if they're smashed down or if they're nice and full and nice and puffed out you know I've got some really good bags from there that was full to the brim it was nice and fluffy weed um, and then I've got some shitty weed from there that was all smashed like I said didn't look like it weighed but I'm sure it did and um yeah there's kind of a difference with that not knowing what you're buying and I know that if I go through my guy I'm gonna get a good deal I'm gonna get not only some good weed but it's gonna weigh and uh, you know if it doesn't then I'll just get a hold of them the next time and let them know about it which I've never had to do that but I also paid $10 a gram so if I want an eighth, it's thirty bucks. Thirty bucks versus seventy bucks or eighty. It's a big difference. And you don't just buy one of those a month generally. That's not enough weed. So uh you gotta at least get two. So let's just say eighty and eighty is hundred and sixty. Or we'll just say 30 and 30 is 60. You get, get how big of a difference it is, how much it adds up over time. You know, like I said, it was great. Uh, for the first part of the year, I didn't even go up to the dispensary. When everybody was, when it was being made legal and everything, I didn't go up there until real recently. Probably whenever we got that last stimulus, I decided to go up there. I started getting into the dispensary scene, eating edibles and trying the vape cartridges. And Like I said, it's, it's a great place for people that have the money that just want to blow it. Like hoity-toity people that just like smoking weed. And, but... 
it's still not as good as the weed that I can get from my guy because it's such a good value. So, if there was another dispensary out there that was selling eights for thirty or forty, I'd be like, well, fuck yeah, I'm going there, you know. And it's pretty much what I. Uh, <clears throat> it's pretty much the way I think with my guy. So. It is what it is, but he's been loyal to me, I've been loyal to him. I've always made sure he's gotten paid, and he's always made sure that he's given, gotten me weed on time, and that it's weighed. Anyways, it's really good to have a good uh, relationship with a dealer, because that's, that's consistent, because... I found out in the past from fucking with multiple different people, it just never works out good. This person doesn't have it. <clears throat> this person's out of town. This person's going to be getting some soon, but he's been saying that for the past four hours. Yeah. Had to, had to deal with that in the past. I don't have to deal with that with this guy. It's like today. I, asked, I texted him and asked him if he was out and about. I haven't talked to him in a fucking month. I said, are you out and about? He said, yeah. What do you need? Three bags? Because <laughs> that's what I used to get all the time. I said, no, make it four. So he's like, what, you you going to get me next Thursday? Because he was wanting to know if I wanted it fronted or if I had cash. So I told him, no, I got cash, you know. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll be on my way. And it took him a little bit. Maybe like an hour or so. But he's got other people he's got to deliver to as well. So... pretty busy man for his age I hope I can get around and do the shit that he's doing at his age <clears throat> I'm gonna have a talk with him about that next time I see him I really admire his energy that he has for his age and the ambition and motivation that he's got you know he's out there he's probably 60 years old he's out here still selling weed making a profit but also giving good deals and he works uh, a really good paying job as well through the state so or through the city his son is going to college um, his wife has a job so it seems like they're doing pretty good. I didn't know this, but <clears throat> he was one of the only black families that was growing up with the same people that my mother grew up in the 60s and 70s and in the same neighborhood. And it was in a ritzy little rich neighborhood over in Valley View on the... Uh, west side of town 
And back then, it was so undeveloped over there. Like, in order to get out there, it was a long little walk. And, you know, even to drive a car out there, it was like in the middle of fucking nowhere. If you had to catch the bus, it didn't just stop at the corner. You had to walk across where the highway is now. And you had to take that road all the way down to where the stoplight is on Bruns Lane. Which, that's a pretty good little hike. That's like two miles, probably. I don't know. But walking that every day... <clears throat> Anyways, it's really a small world because... Like I said, they didn't have a lot of black families living around there at that time. And he was one of the uh, one of the black families that was living in the same neighborhood as my mom. Knew the same people and everything. Went to school with them. And, and um, so anywho, it's a small world. My drug dealer is the same person that grew up with my mother. It's pretty crazy when you think about it. <clears throat> but like I said, I can admire him for his ambition. I hope that I'm still moving around once I get to be 60. really hope that damn this fucking thing is just full of loose tobacco I've got this uh, <clears throat> glass chillin' that I broke a long time ago, and I've just been using it for tobacco, wacky tobacco. Anywho, I think I might make another podcast for tonight. Maybe. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I'm just going to ramble like I've been doing. Just getting ready to crack open beer number two. And, yeah. Sitting here trying to smoke this tobacco. I had to do a hand load of laundry last night. Still in the process of drying. Some of it. That's kind of crazy. There hasn't really been any airflow the whole time I've been at work. Everything's been turned off. I mean, it's been, you know, probably 80 degrees in here. Who knows? But now I've got, you know, it sitting on hangers and hung up in front of the. Uh, where the air conditioning unit's blowing. Perfect. Perfect little homemade uh, clothes dryer. 
I'm telling you, man, if I had one of those wash tubs with a little crank handle that can wring out your clothes, I'd be happy. I'd be fucking content. I don't need a fucking big-ass washer that you gotta plug into a wall. Just need something that makes it a little bit more easier than doing it by hand. Honestly, you know, I could take that wash tub if I had got it right now, and I can put it in the van whenever I move into it, use it in the van. I only want a little small one. I'm not talking, I'm not talking like a big honking ass fucking wash tub. <laughs> oh, there goes beer number two. <laughs> Anywho, didn't really get to talk about my job yet, about this new girl that much, so I will on the next one. So make sure you keep it tuned in to hear all the good gossip. <laughs> I love gossiping, even if it's to myself, I love it. It's great to sit back and talk shit about people. Because if you're an idiot, you deserve to be talked about. <laughs> yeah. I don't like people to begin with. I'll be honest. I'm an introvert. I don't really like people. Some days I just wish that everybody would fall into a hole and never come back out and it would just be me with all the beaches and everything all to myself all the airplanes to myself all the food I ever wanted to eat unlimited amount of Cheetos I mean come on you said there's a brewery around the corner yep I'm gonna get some cases of beer and go on a road trip with nobody out in the woods. That would be great. That'd be a great movie too. You wake up one day and everybody's gone. That'd be fucking awesome. Scary to some people, but just think about it. Somebody wishes that everybody be gone and they wake up the next day and everybody's gone. You go into work. You go in. <laughs> you go into the parking lot. There's no cars. You go inside. Nobody's at the registers. Like, huh. Am I even supposed to be at work today? Like, stand there for 30 minutes waiting for a customer. No customer comes in. <laughs> Like, well, I think it's time to close the shop down and, uh... <laughs> It'd be like a zombie apocalypse, like I Am Legend. Where the streets are empty and everything. Wouldn't that be fucking awesome? That would be fucking awesome. I don't care who you are. 
You get to fucking take whatever car on a drag race around the whole city. Around the whole nation. You go straight to Las Vegas at 150 miles an hour. <laughs> you see a prostitute on the side of the road. It's like the only person you've seen in like days. And you're like, fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. She can stay on the side of the road. She's probably a zombie. I've watched way too many zombie movies to to fall for that one. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, thank you. Just take this path less traveled. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be such a good movie. Ah, it's been such a long day. And we gotta do it all over again tomorrow. Some days I wonder, when is it ever gonna end? <laughs> when am I gonna be able to wake up and not have to go to work? not have to worry about anything. I really hope that those days come pretty soon. I mean, I know they're going to be here before you know it. Like another 30 years, 40 years. That's not a long time from now. I mean, I've already lived 30 years, so... scheme of things I'm probably halfway done with my life I could only live to be 60 years old who knows I don't know with me getting immune to everything here lately I might live to be a hundred honestly I've been fighting off um, uh, fighting off what I call infections of the skin here and there did it the last time I'm going to do it this time and you know uh, yeah it just seems like I haven't gotten sick lately uh Last time I got sick was whenever I think I had caught the coronavirus. Not this last January, but uh, the one before that. And um, yeah, I haven't gotten sick ever since then. So I used to get pneumonia and bronchitis twice a year, every year and didn't get it last winter so I think I got bronchitis but I, I never got pneumonia so usually I get it every year so knock on wood 
hope I don't get it this year. If so, I guess I'll be immune to another strain. That's another thing. People can catch the flu or the cold. Or they can get pneumonia, get a chest infection. It doesn't just come from getting COVID. I know that's a sore subject for a lot of people to talk about, but it's the truth. So, there's still the flu going around, there's still the cold going around, and so on and so forth. You still need to get your uh, menin or your, not, not your meningitis, your pneumococcal pneumonia shot, or you need to just deal with the consequences. I've dealt with the consequences many years. Like I said, I've gotten it twice a year for many years. And now, I've gotten every mutated strain, every new strain that's come out, and I've got it all naturally. I didn't go and get a vaccine for any of my pneumonia cases. <clears throat> so I've got a natural immunity already built up for that. And um, I kind of feel like there's nothing in this world that can stop me. I feel like there's nothing that could kill me off. With all the shit that I've put myself through in the past 30 years, and I haven't been able to die, I, I would say it would be, it would have to be something very, very, very severe to kill me off. And I would usually, I would probably know if it's coming. Because I've had pneumonia so many times in the past, I'm going to know if it's pneumonia or if it's something else. I generally don't get a fever or anything whenever I get pneumonia. I don't get the chills or anything when I get pneumonia. It's just something that happens. So... My sister is the same way. She gets pneumonia and bronchitis all the time. She gets double chest infections all the time. So, it's just natural. But, like I said, now that I've built up a natural immunity to it all, um, I don't think I have anything to worry about for a little while. Still taking the precautions, washing my hands 50 times throughout the day. I've been wearing my bandana around my face to cover my face at work. Here and there, I've been trying to get better at using that. But people have been asking me, why are you wearing your bandana? Why are you wearing your bandana? Why are you? And I told them, it's just because I want to. It's just a personal thing. And they're like, oh, okay. But, do I really think I need to? No. I'm just preparing myself to start wearing it now. So that way, um, when, the, when the next heavy strain comes through, I'll be used to wearing it. Because it is going to mutate, and it is going to change again. This isn't the last variant. So, the Delta variant 
is not going to be the end of COVID. It's going to continue to mutate. So just keep that in mind. Wash your fucking hands all the time. Like, literally, don't just use hand sanitizer. Wash your fucking hands. And, yeah, don't be touching shit that you don't need to be touching. Don't be hanging around people that you don't need to be hanging around that are that you think might be sick. It's pretty simple. Don't stay in enclosed spaces with people that you think might be sick. You know? It's really, really simple. They're saying that this new strain is uh, as contagious as the chicken pox. And I don't know about you, but if you touch somebody with the chicken pox, you've got it. It's pretty fucking contagious. I mean, literally, that's that's how it happens. So, there's no information, though, about how long it lasts on a surface or in regular soap and water and... Lysol kills it off, or if it's resistant to it now, we don't know. Just kind of flying in the dark. We don't know anything about coronavirus, but we still have these people that are pushing off these vaccines that say, yeah, they work. Go ahead and shoot yourself up with them. And they don't work because people can still get the fucking new variant. I don't care who you are out there. If you've gotten the vaccine... And somebody told you it protected you against all four strains or whatever. They lied to you. So, just letting you know. There's no way for them to say 100% that this is going to... You're going to never have to get another vaccine again. Because it can change. It can mutate. So, and now they're talking about how people need to go back and get booster shots. So, yeah. Now you need to get a third dose, and they haven't even studied the side effects of the people that have had two doses, really. There could be really adverse side effects to three doses. They don't know. Anyways, I'm ending this podcast. I'm at 58 minutes, so tune in for the next episode. Deuces.